to Phil Hoffman Travel. It costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. Good afternoon to you, Phil Hoffman. How are you this I'm fine good. Tuesday I afternoon? I am good, Jade. Um, it's a little bit chilly, but uh, it's still nice. What about Saturday? How good was Saturday with the beautiful, beautiful temperature, 18 degrees, the football, good results. So, you know, I was quite a happy boy <laughs> recovering from uh, Friday, Friday night. Friday <laughs> night. Did you have a nice time? Uh, it was a fantastic night and uh, it was just lovely. And I've always said the station has a great personality itself as a station yeah. with also the, all the announcers great personalities and and they are so good with all all the people that advertise on the station and you feel you do feel part of the family I mean I've been involved now with AA for 33 years and you know advertising and talking and all that and um, it's, it's a very powerful media and I tell that when people ask me the story of the success, success of Phil Hoffman Travel and our marketing and all that mm. and I always say number one is the radio the amount of stuff we do on radio and how powerful it is but it's through the personalities that you work with as well and uh, so it was a great night and I enjoyed listening to uh, the Premier yes. and I, I think he, he was, was very good very the way impressive. he walked around a lot of tables and introduced himself to people and I thought that was fantastic so yeah great night put on by Double A. I th- you know really proud to be there Oh thanks and Phil, I- that's very nice <laughs> of course talking about the best of SA dinner that a lot of you got to go to, it was I had a I had an absolute ball, it was my first one in a few years so yeah I had a good night too yeah. uh, Let's talk travel though Qantas announced this morning that it's masks off on some of their flights that's yes. big news and I think early news isn't it? It is. It is. You no, know, it is early news, and, and 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 so much is happening like that. I've just been down the airport this morning for a, a meeting in uh, the lounge, uh, the Qantas lounge, and again walking through, no mask. So it was just refreshing not to have to put a mask. A lot of people had masks on, and, and yeah, that's you, okay. You can, but it's nice to know that on the flights now, because you know you're getting on. We're talking flights out of New so, so far out of New South Wales, Queensland, and Western Australia, going to the US, uh, a, a UK, and Europe with the Rome trip out of uh, Perth, which is a non-stopper as well. So uh, yeah, I think that's a good step in the right direction, and I'm hoping that uh, you know other airlines will follow Qantas's lead and, and do that because again, um, it, it can absolutely turn people off of travelling. I mean, mm, I got really cranky, you know, going through airports with masks on because you, you know you feel hot and and you know you, it's just it's just annoying. And then you get on the plane, and if you're getting on a plane, you know you're allowed to have the mask down if you have a drink of food. Well, if you're going to the USA and it's a 12-hour flight, you cannot drink and eat for 12 hours, you know. So I think this is a great direction. I think we're going to see a lot more of it happen in the next uh, couple of weeks. And uh, and certainly, you know, we've had some good announcements with Japan opening up now. Thailand is certainly making it easy. And the big one was is New Zealand. So um, for those travelling to New Zealand, um, all the pre-testing has gone out now. So for New Zealand, so you can jump on a direct flight out of Adelaide, which is starting, I think, in July the 4th. We'll have three flights a, a day. Sorry, three flights a day. Three flights a week with Air New Zealand. Zealand going down Auckland. Um, Flights actually aren't that expensive. They're, no. they're fairly reasonable because I, I jumped on, Phil, you'll laugh at this, uh, last week and I was just about to press, um, you know, search and looked for, you know, flights and all of that. Anyway, I said to my husband, Ben, can you just check the kids' passports? Ours are fine. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Our eldest ah, was expiring right, the next day, right. so now nah, no New Zealand for no us. No New Zealand, no. <laughs> Looks like it's a domestic holiday. <laughs> yeah. uh, Thailand has made it easier now, so um, 
So it's right throughout the airports now, except for Victoria, mm-hmm. um, as of midnight on the 17th of June. So it really now has made it easy for people to keep travelling and travelling around. And um, so all the, a lot of the people, a lot of the inhibitors that were being there or constrictions that made people feel uh, uncomfortable about travelling have disappeared. Um, we've still got to be sure that we're patient, you know, because flights are changing all the time. Um, and so, you know, you may be delayed or whatever. Uh, and a lot of that is shortage of staff, you know, with uh, people coming down with either COVID or, or flu or whatever, but they also are very short of staff. Try, I think they said the other day that uh, the Sydney airport need 5,000 extra staff to man uh, the Sydney airport over the wow. July school holidays, and all that, which is a big month for people travelling everywhere. Uh, they need 5,000 staff. I mean, it's a big figure, um, but, uh, yeah. That's Where on earth are they going to get I don't know. I don't know. So. Everyone go truly. They just disappeared down a black hole. Jay, that's the big question that I keep asking because we're struggling to get staff, but we're starting a a big travel academy next week. We've got thirteen new applicants coming in and joining the team, and they'll be trained by us and all that. But it takes a long time to get that experience up, Jade. So it's you know, but we don't know where they're all gone. You know, and it's not just the travel and hospitality and aviation industry. It's a lot of industry saying we can't get um, workers. We can't get people. People that want to, you know, work. So I don't know where they're hiding. I, I just show they've got to be under some rock somewhere, but uh, they're certainly not one coming and jumping out and put their hand to her. And, and the disappointing thing, Jade, is sometimes you you uh, interview someone and then within a couple of days they've decided not to come for the, you know, the final one. And, and you think, well, they came and, you know, what happened? Sometimes they picked up another job, but uh, most times they just don't even answer your, your call. Oh, so, that's rude. yeah, it is rude. So, but anyway, we're, we're you know, we're, as I said, the industry is. Jade, I don't think we thought it would rebound as fast. You know you've heard me for probably six months or nine months saying it will rebound. Well, it has, but it's it's like drinking from a fire hose at the moment. It's <laughs> It should be a garden analogy. hose, but it's, it's, a, it's a fire hose. Well, but, earlier in the week, NAB came out and said that the travel numbers are actually higher than pre-pandemic days, which I know you've been telling us for yeah, weeks and weeks yeah, now, but, uh, I mean, uh, the proof's in the pudding Yeah, now. it is, and, I, and it would be higher if you, you know, we had more staff because I think they're talking about two, two and a half thousand staff that are needed around in the agencies around Australia. So it's not just Crazy South Australia, enough. it's Australia. Hey, I tried well. out the new uh, the new security system at Adelaide Airport the other day. I don't mind that. I went through it this morning and I think it's fantastic. I, I think it's easier because, you know, you don't have to take your gear out of your your, your iPad out or your computer out, etc. Uh, phone can just go in the box there and yes. go through, put up your hands, take all your gear out and sort of, and, and you're through. So, you know, the last couple of my visits to Adelaide Airport, gone, I've gone through in minutes sort of thing and uh, padded down this morning because I had a couple of handkerchiefs in the in the pockets, but no, it's very easy now and uh, it's getting easier and easier. And look, if Jade, if you've got like you know you've had a replacement with a knee or you've got a fibrillator in with your heart and all that, um, it's just a matter of telling them and then you know they they patch you down in a different way to te- test it. But uh, you just got to must allow for that in in your time and checking in. But we keep saying to people, you know, if you're going out on the early morning flights, you need to be there early, so it's important. I'd like to ask you more about Japan because that's on a wish list for so many people. Gosh, it's a popular place. So uh, have they been closed? Have they Yes, to- absolutely closed and they made it very difficult for people because you had to isolate when you got there for, you know, so many days. So now they've opened up completely. Mm-hmm. But again, you, you've got to sort of make sure that you're wearing a mask uh, and that you've been vaccinated uh, and you're required to have a medical insurance cover. And, and I, look, I, I say to people now you should not be travelling anywhere 
anywhere without a good travel insurance. It's just important, and it should be number one item on your bucket, your, your budget list. You know, in terms of the travel, what's going to cost you? Whatever. Mm. A lot of people say, "Oh no, I'm only going domestically." Even that can backfire on you if you have to change from having a a, a cheap fare to buying a full economy. Um, because you have to come home quickly, you need to make sure that you have good insurance cover, and that's important. That's what we try to help people with, is to say make sure that you've got the full cover and you cover a COVID case as well. We're going to take a short break. Coming up afterwards, we'll uh, talk about a few holiday hotspots to go to and any last-minute school holiday bookings. Welcome back, world. Hey, guys, it's Hayley and Lauren here from Adelaide. Come and join us at World Travel Fest. Fuel your wanderlust with travel talks, expert advice and holidays to be won on the day. Let us help you uncover the best holidays from around the globe. Free entry, Sunday, June 26, Adelaide Convention Centre. Register today at worldtravelfest.com.au. 1395, Adelaide's 5AA. This is Jade Robran. Well, Phil, as we just heard then, the World Travel Festival that's on this weekend at the Adelaide Convention Centre. What can people expect to find there? Well, we'll have something like 50 suppliers there, Jade, talking about their particular products that they look after, whether it's coach touring, cruising, flying, uh, walking tours or whatever. Across the board, we have the 50 suppliers from all over Australia and a lot of them from overseas. So it's catering for every type of traveller, every type of budget that you could imagine. And what we do Jade is not only have the suppliers there with their booths and all their new brochures for you know what will be the 22, 23, 24 programs we'll also be running seminars so we run three lots of seminars in different seminar rooms Mm -hmm. where people can come and listen to the experts talking about going to Vietnam going to Cambodia, doing a river cruise in Europe, going to Alaska, going down to Antarctica so over, over we've got I think it's 32 or 33 seminars during the course of the day so if you look at that on a go on our website you can see when the seminars are coming up it's been in the paper last weekend and it will be again and on saturday and people can ring in so they can look at uh, the seminars and say right i'm going to do you know three or four seminars over the course of of the day and because it's at the convention center we have great facilities there we'll have the big apt uh, truck that does here a lot up in northern queensland with some of the, and and across northern territory down to the kimberleys and that so you can have a look at the sort of vehicle that you'd be traveling if you booked one of their iconic tours oh, to cool. the Kimberleys or to the North uh, Cape North etc um, so so it's there for you to sort of experience get information uh, you can book on the day there will be a lot of benefits or bonus offers on the day and we advertise some of those on the you see the right side of the page there Jade some of the specials we've got this cruise from Adelaide looks like a yeah, bit of fun yeah and then we've got uh, you know river cruising at a special price Jade can I just say you know if I was a first time traveller thinking of going to Europe and wanted to do a river cruise this is the year to do it they have because you have had a slow start mm. they have come out with special that uh, you, know, you can do a 15-day river cruise uh, with airfares ex Adelaide included under $5,000. I've never seen that before. You get get others where they give you a business... Include, sorry, including the cruise? Yeah, including the cruise, the 15 days cruise and the airfare included. Now, airfares have gone through the roof, uh-huh. but they bought a lot of these airfares.
fares before all the increases awesome. happen. <laughs> and also they have a business class fare they, they, where they give you a business class fare. I think it's with Scenic uh, River Cruising, uh, 3950 uh, added on to the River Cruise price if you buy, buy the top sort of uh, areas. Um, and, uh, you know, now... We're selling European uh, business class fares at the moment. Not we're selling, but we are. But but you know Qatar and Singapore, and they're up around about fourteen thousand dollars. So nuts, we're getting for it? additional four thousand dollars. You've got some of these uh, great river cruises as well. So it's been a, a great for for river cruising people if they want to go. But if ever you're going to go, and we can also do that for twenty three. Mm-hmm. So by coming along to the seminars and listening to everyone talking about whatever your destination is, you could be talking Tassie. You know, you could want to sort talk to someone who you know, is an expert in Tassie and how best to do you know 12 days 15 days around Tassie what we, you you asked me a question off the, off the uh, when we went on radio on straight on call but uh, about Tassie now Tassie has grown enormously for us over the last two years direct flights out of Adelaide which is making a big advantage but also people are having longer time in Tassie they're really appreciating how much Tasmania's got to show and offer over those things and so we've seen the, the sort of average time the average booking for for Tasmania increase enormously because people just want to see more. You know, we'll have the people from Journeys Beyond, which look after the GAN, the Great Southern, the Indian Pacific. They'll be there with a lot of specials. Now, if you look at one of those specials there, we've got the one called the Great Southern going up to Brisbane mm. just before Christmas. So it covers over, to, I think it's the 23rd of December. Saving um, 500 bucks. Yeah, and, and, that, and we've got a special allocation that uh, is, you know, limited to our people coming to the, to the expo. So it's a chance. Uh, Jade for people to meet the meet the experts, meet our staff who will be there. Talk about insurance. Talk about whatever they they're thinking about. Make a, a booking if they wanted to. But most times we say to people, you know, you can put a, bu- a deposit down and keep it for a couple of years on on record, or then make an appointment to come and see our staff when you've got more time and we've got more time to give you that consultation. So it's a big day for us. We'll probably have Jade on the average day is three and a half to 4,000 people through in the day. So we certainly sing for our supper, but, but it's, um, but it's a wonderful day, Jade, because normally on a normal time, forget the, the, the pandemic, but on a normal time, you're getting people coming back from their last trip, talking to you about that and then the excitement about the next destination they're looking for. Um, you were asking me about some of the destinations that are really firing up. Guess one, one that's really firing up is Egypt. A lot of people are interested to go and see Egypt again and go How across come? them. Oh, I, I don't know, but it's just I think they feel, you know, very safe there. Yes. They've got a great track record at the moment. And the history. And the history, you know, and the culture of uh, it was one of my first destinations that I developed as a as a, a company in terms of putting packages together love the Egyptians love what it offers and we've got a lot of new ships now that are sailing the Nile now if you ever want a great experience is to be able to sail the Nile and see all the places as you go down to up we call it upper Egypt how many you days know? would you say you have to do spend Le- in Egypt Le- a minimum 11 or 12 to really benefit from uh, seeing the best of of, uh, of Egypt mm-hmm. uh, and then go across if you've got the time to see uh, and go Israel and then Jordan and do, you know, Wadi Rum and Petra and all those other, you know, places that are just uh, mind-blowing in terms of being there and the history, the pyramids, uh, you know, Giza and all that. As I said, one of my first big trips was to go to Egypt and it just opened my eyes. And I fell in love with that whole area. So we used to do, uh, in the old days, we'd have uh, Egypt, Israel, Jordan, Syria, Oman, uh, and then uh, Turkey. 
Turkey came online for us as well. Turkey is another one that's a favourite again. People going back to Turkey. So With a lot being close to Syria. People still feel safe. It's no, we don't do Syria anymore. No, because, I know, but, yeah. but, it's, but it's close. Yeah, yeah, it's close. But yeah, no, you feel but very far safe. Enough yeah, away. and Jade, look, it, it, our operators won't take you into destinational areas or close borders if they thought there was any, you know, uh, harm that could come mm. to you. You know, I mean, Israel is just one of those wonderful destinations, and yet every every border has got a, you know someone that wants to rub them out. You know, yeah. but they they're survivors. You know, and uh, again, a wonderful destination. So. When you start putting combinations like that together, um, Ireland is very popular at the moment. Iceland is out of this, going out of this world. Uh, so we're seeing all the cruise ships now back in circulation. Uh, we're looking forward to when they start sailing down to Adelaide as well. We've got some little specials there, Jade. So, so it's a chance for people to have a look across the board of the smorgasbord of, uh, of holidays and also the trips that they may want to do and, and some of the offers that we've got for 23. So if you're planning late 22, like the next half of the European season, mm. um, now's the time to come in. And if you're planning for next year, this is the ideal time to come in Get your brochures, do your homework, and then come back into us in, in the next couple of months and say, righto, we've made up our mind, we're going to do this, this, and this. And it's putting the combinations together, which is what we love. I call it the art of travel, is, is you know, you come in, people tell us what they're thinking they want to do. It's like, you know, doing artwork or a drawing a drawing or a, or a piece of artwork, uh, you know, with paint and that. It's painting your holiday picture for you to think about the combinations that go together. That's what our experience is all about is is translating that to you to give you the, the best holiday according to your budget. But we'll put our little bit, bit on it to say you could do it this way or that way. You could fly that way, come in and start. And it's that expertise. And I always remember asking Des Cahoon, who used to write an article in the Advertiser every day, I said, Des, how long does it take you to prepare that? Mm. And he just looked at me with a straight face. He said, Phil, 30 years. And that's what I think about travel as well. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's that experience that you have that we have through our, our team, you know, that have travelled so much and keep travelling to pass that experience on to you and, and to really take the hassles, uh, Jade, out of your trip is so that you can enjoy it and, and uh, you don't have to worry about it because we've put it all together. And then we're sitting on your shoulder with our backup service case anything could go wrong or you've got delayed or whatever, uh, and that's an important sort of safety factor for you to have knowing that someone is just a call away or a text message away that would go into action. Well, we're often talking about the cruising here, and, you know, we, we chat about Azamara and also, you know, the, well, Princess, yep. P&O, a lot of them. Uh, and for someone that hasn't cruised myself, I sit and I think, well, which ship would I go on? What do I need? What kind of people do well, I want to surround if, myself if you with? Were, if, How many? If, if you were coming in and talking to me with the boys, then I'd say, I'm going to put you on a Royal Caribbean Ovation of the Seas, which is coming down to Adelaide, and we're going to try and get you down and have a look at it when it comes. I'd love to and walk on Because it that's where your boys would be satisfied and have the the time of their life. You and your husband would, would, would enjoy the other parts of, of what cruising and the restaurants and the entertainment, etc. Uh, and, and again, when you look at P&O, or princess again it's knowing the ships and knowing your your client and looking what they what they would like and, and sometimes i've said to my staff you know try and read and listen to what the client's done in the past what they like yeah. what they don't like you know i've got friends that have been that will only travel on cunard they love cunard because it's the it's what the old world of cruising is all about i mean still you know in today's modern age but it's what you know 
made cruising in the old days come up and Cunard with their ships and the history and the culture on a, on a Cunard ship. And we call them Cunarders and, you know, and someone's a princess lover and, mm-hmm. and someone's a Royal Caribbean. Uh, the younger generation, like my daughter, has just come off of celebrity cruises, uh, one of our other staff members. She's also been, you know, uh, and we've all travelled on the different ships. So we, we've got that experience to pass on to our clients because you do not want to put the the, 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 the person on the wrong cruise ship oh, because they're going to come back. Life, and and I remember one lady from Kangaroo Island, it wasn't our client, and she said, I hate cruising. I said, how could you hate cruising? She said, well, I went on this ship, and she started to tell me all about it, and I said, you went on the wrong ship. I said... Who advised you on that? She said, I'm oh, my next door neighbour. And I said, they must be Italians because I knew what ship she'd nominated, yeah. you know. And it, and it just was the wrong ship for this person, you know. So you just have to be so careful that you, you're able to, you know, pick the, the sort of... It's like of, matchmaking. It, it is, it is, exactly. And you know what people want and what they like and we know the ships and we know what they, they offer you and whatever and, and that's the important thing. And then look at the itinerary. See, now, my wife won't come on a, on a transatlantic. She won't come on down to Antarctica uh, or the How Arctic. How you well, swear she, by yeah, that? Yeah, but she's nervous about travelling on, on, you know, over those long distances sort of thing you know, sure. on, on the water and there's a lot of people like that and other people sort of say I love you know the a lot of sea days and, and not having to you know and other people say I want to be in a port every day so again it's picking itineraries for people you don't like if someone said to me come in and said they're going to do a transatlantic for their first cruise ever I'd say no you're not because you could get some rough weather now I've crossed, crossed the transatlantic it was a it was the biggest swell was about one inch Jade I've done the tra- across the Drake Passage going to Antarctica for, it was like the washing machine like the, well <laughs> I've had, no, I've had three mill ponds and one washing machine, you know. So again, Jade, it's, it's again, it's that experience that you pass on to your clients about, Invaluable. you know. Yeah, and I think that's whether it's coach touring, staying in the right hotel, the right location. It's about that knowledge that you pass on and that's where the experience comes in. And and so we're going to be there on, on Sunday. I'll be there. I'll be introducing certain speakers on, and we have a, you know, a whole area where we talk to some of the experts and, and ask them for their experience experience so it's across the board in terms and then especially the seminars um um, jade if people want to go to the seminars they're going to get such good knowledge about you know what how best to do certain trips whether it's a coach with cruising whatever thank you well and like you said it is sunday the 26th of june from 10 a.m to 4 p.m the world travel festival at the adelaide convention center but if you'd like to jump on phil's website pht.com.au great to see you see you next week see you next week jade Welcome back, world. Hey, guys, it's Hayley and Lauren here from Adelaide. Come and join us at World Travel Fest. Fuel your wanderlust with travel talks, expert advice and holidays to be won on the day. Let us help you uncover the best holidays from around the globe. Free entry, Sunday, June 26th, Adelaide Convention Centre. Register today at worldtravelfest.com.au.